Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Lehman. And I'm Chris Blosky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing okay, Mike. I would like this quarantine to be done, I think. You're looking a little more beardly than normal. A little more ragged. Little yeah. More, more it, run down, Mike. Is, yeah. is that just because you're just like so over life? More or less, yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't shaved since... Oh, I want to say Christmas, but I think that's a lie. I think it's actually since New Year's. Oh, okay. Yeah. And are you going to attempt to the Blonsky beard again or no? Uh, we'll see. I, the first time around, I shaved my neck, whereas this time I'm just full neck bearding it. You're just letting it go. Yeah, but it gets to the point where I went out in public the other day and I was like, I am embarrassed in myself. <laughs> so if so you we'll recall, see. If you recall, we talked about the in-between. Yes, that's right. And currently, you are in the in-between. That's right, yeah. I discussed it with a few of my other bearded friends, uh, yourself included, and they all said, yeah, you had to push through that one point, which I gave up last time. So, Yep, yep, yep. There's a few people I know who who previously, like when the when the quarantine first started, a few people I know were like, I'm going to try it. And then like the next time I saw them, they didn't have it. I'm like, what are you doing? What, yeah. what are you thinking? Put that <laughs> yeah. beard back on. Where's the commitment, people? Yep. Right? Yeah. But uh, I will say I am really enjoying the work from home. Ben is at daycare this week. And oh, my God, it's amazing. Getting so much done, are we? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll say work. But I really mean around the house and everything. My shop, Mike's looking fantastic downstairs. It's funny. I was talking to my my coworker, not my coworker, my neighbor. Actually, I ran into my neighbor. He was out trimming his hedges today because he moved in, and the house that I live next to, they they've had these enormous, enormous hedges in front of their windows, like in front of their windows mm-hmm. for years. And he's like, you know what? Like, I would, I would like to use my windows. So he he was cutting these trees down, and I was out there talking to him. And he's like, do you think I should get rid of the whole tree or just cut it down so it's a little more manageable and you can see at the window? And I'm like, hey man, you do you. And I said, well, I was talking to him. I'm like, oh crap, I have to head back to work. I have a meeting in like ten minutes. And he's like, yeah, I got a meeting later this afternoon too. And I'm like, keeping busy at work there today, eh? And he's like, yeah, well, it's kind of a cheat day when it comes to work today <laughs> so i don't know how much he you know if his slack was just you know you run a video on youtube so your computer doesn't fall asleep or kind of a thing right right but if your boss is that anal where they're looking at that little dot beside your name and it flips yellow and they're like mike's not working mike go fire that man then i don't think you want to work there anyway <laughs> probably not probably not no but yes no i uh i get my job done and then i'm on call a lot. I kind of like Laura, right? I, I have to be there in case somebody has a problem and that kind of stuff. But a lot of my projects right now are sort of in the waiting for others stage. So so it's great. So I, I've watched Lord of the Rings part one and part two, and I'll probably tackle part three later this week. And yeah. Every so often I see the Discord pop up saying that you're playing Rocket League or oh, yeah. something to oh, that effect. Got a lot of Rocket League getting under under my belt. Working on my two versus twos right now. Oh, fantastic fun times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be the first 30 plus RLCS pro. <laughs> probably not. No, I, I don't probably, foresee, probably I don't foresee that. For, uh, that I get too for tired after like an hour. I was like, I just want to have a nap now. Yeah. <laughs> my eyes are hurting. Yeah, I can't look at the right. screen. My glasses. Yeah, I need better ones. But anyway, yeah, other than that, Mike, things are going well. The days that Ben is home are still fun and busy 
that's for sure. It's really funny. He has gotten very heavily. And this, I mean, most of my old stories are kind of older now, but uh, he's gotten really heavily into playing with his imagination now. Oh, okay. So, like, you know, he, he'll bring his Ben Bunny or some sort of toy, and it's like, hey there, how are you, daddy? And then it's like, oh, well, what's your name? It's like, well, I'm Ben Bunny. And, and so you have, like, that kind of interaction and stuff. Of course, it's not just stuffed animals. It's, like, tractors and excavators, and, like, the, the tractor talks to, like, the combine, and, and as you do, you know, but it's, it's kind of fun to play, and it's a reminder that he's always growing up and everything like that, right? Because he's always chatting. It was funny. The other day we were talking about dinner, just Tiff and I. It's like, you know, what do you want to have? Do you want to have this? Do you want to have that? And then we talked about, what, do you want to have sausage and pierogies? And then Ben pipes up and goes, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. So a little food (laughs) critic. And then sure enough, he really enjoyed them and he ate a lot of them, Mike. And then the last thing we've been doing is Tiff basically raided the dollar store the other day. And we ended up with like these... I don't know how you describe them. They're like dinosaur eggs and you put them in water and then the dinosaur hatches and all yep, that type yep, of crap. Yep. And anyway, with one of them, there's like a hammer and a chisel because you're supposed to like chisel the the dinosaur out of this like, it's more like an archaeological dig sort of deal. And so now he's all about this hammer and the chisel. So he holds the chisel with one and he like hammers the other thing. So the, the egg ones, he's hammering, chiseling those and he's he's scraping off everything. So to the point where we've actually frozen some of his like plastic animals in ice <laughs> so that he can hammer and chisel the ice away because he loves it so much. But because nice. uh, I was going to say, like, once those were done, was he just starting to hammer and chisel like, you know, pots on the pan? Yeah, well, know? that's just it. It's like, well, he really likes this. So we better do something else. Like, see, like, we still have that kinetic sand, obviously. So I'll make like little balls and he chisels those. But it, they don't hold up as well, obviously, as like a, a clay thing. Right. But the ice is very smart. Very smart. Well, that's all my wife. Anything smart that we do, that's all her. <laughs> I'm just I'm just here for the ride, basically. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and then we're just counting down the days to the new baby, Mike. I don't think we talked about this on the show, but we found out what we're having. Do you have? No, we uh, haven't you, talked. I, do I you know. know. Yeah, you know. Okay. I know because I saw the video, the the reveal video. Okay. Yes. I wasn't sure if, uh, yeah, if I, I figured you knew, but I wasn't too sure. But yeah. anyway, to everybody else, we are having another boy. So there'll be no additional estrogen in this family. It's only more testosterone. <laughs> yeah. So that's what? That's the two pets and then the two boys and then you. So Tiff is heavily outnumbered yes five to one uh at the same time though she still leads the pack so you know go figure (laughs) how that all works right but we're excited i think it's going to be you know not that brothers and sisters can't play together when they're kids and stuff but i feel like we have a better chance of them getting along being two boys than like a mixed sex pairing but right right who knows maybe they'll hate each other maybe this boy will be uh super relaxed and calm and Ben will just continue to be super hyper. But based on what Tiff's saying, the reactions in her stomach right now, they're virtually the same. So oh, good. we might have Ben too. Yeah. Yeah. Ben too. You should name him that. Ben too. I've suggested it because we are struggling, Mike, with names. Struggling. <laughs> ben, Ben, we had picked out before we were even engaged. It was like, if we have a kid, I'd like to name him Ben. And she's like, I really like that name. I think that's what we'll go with. So that one was easy, but now it's like we're bouncing between like four or five names and we're not happy with any of them. And yeah, it's it's a lot harder the second time around. I never would have thought. Here's a suggestion. Here's a suggestion for you. Mm-hmm. How about Michael? 
because I know that's a family name in your family. So, so Mike, Mike, you will love this. Okay, <laughs> you, you will love this because that's what's likely the middle name we're gonna go with, right? Oh, is, is okay, my, okay. Because that's also my middle name, and obviously, it's my father's name, which and, I knew. Thus, my yeah, making yeah. it seem like it wasn't all about me. Meanwhile, it was totally about me. yeah. So, I really like the name John. <laughs> and then, so it was like, well, how, we could go with like Jonathan. And then it's like, well, wait, no, no. <laughs> you could. You could do yeah, that. And it's like, wait, I know somebody with that exact name, you know? And you should do it. If, if you or if you're like, we can't do that because, because Mike, no, just do it. Here's the 100% the, uh, <laughs> the go ahead. The yeah. go ahead for me. Just yeah. don't. Whatever you do, do not call that child by his middle name. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we remember those stories, Mike. Because that will screw up. Because again, I don't think, I don't know if this is something that's actually also been said on the podcast either, is that my legal first name is Jonathan. Yeah, you you went through this a while Probably ago, a long I'm sure. time yeah. ago. But, but yeah, yeah it's hard to listeners. do your entire life, right? Yeah. It, like, oh God, trying to buy a house, like like when, when it came down, we actually almost missed our, our deadline because the bank couldn't find my tax information. Yeah. Because they were looking for Michael Laidman and not Jonathan Laidman, which is what my tax information is under. <laughs> so yeah. there's a helpful bit of advice for any parents out there. If you have your child and you're like, the middle name might be the best name to call them, don't do that. You will screw up their life. <laughs> yeah. You curse them forever. So anyway, if people have suggestions on first names, we are all ears. We've kind of got shortlisted to, I think, like four. I won't pop them out right now, but. We're not in love with any of them. Like there's ones I like a little bit more, some that Tiff like a little bit more, but there's no like pack leader at this point in time. So so that what you're telling me then is you're going to go with Jonathan Michael because it's a great name and you should. <laughs> well, the only other problem is I have a cousin, well, I guess a cousin once removed named Johnny. So it was like, I, can we, can we use that name again? I Just don't, don't think call him can. Johnny. That's it's. Listen, one guy doesn't hold the, the name, right? Like you can. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And and he'd be, you, you could be Jonathan or John. You know, it doesn't have to be Johnny. True. Good good point, Mike. Good point. We just go straight J. Michael, you know. J. Michael. J. Yeah. Michael. J. Michael. Yeah, that would be good. It's like a George Michael kind of vibe to it, you know. You know, back in the day when I was doing radio school stuff and they were talking about like changing people's names because i guess at the, I, I, everybody was all old school right like mm-hmm. you know like a perfect example is, is a guy i know and his his last name is is pongrats which doesn't exactly roll off no the not really no so his radio name was wyman okay and so that's what because wyman's a much simpler name mm-hmm. so he was wyman and and it's I, I still call him wyman because that's that's how I knew him was because I knew him from the radio. Like I knew him when when I met him, he, he was Mike Wyman was his name. Mm-hmm. He now that he's no longer in radio, he goes by his his true last name. He's Mike Pongratz, and it's still so funny because I still only ever call him Mike Wyman. And so when it comes to me, when I was back in radio, because like I said, I think it was like an old school radio mentality. If you had kind of a different sounding name or a name that might sound, you know, even like remotely bad like you know bill sexton or something like that right you would change your name to to something else when our teacher told me that i was like well because my name laidman 
I mean, I, I went to I went to elementary school. You know, it didn't take too much for someone to throw an A in the middle of my last name and make it a gay joke. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I, I always thought that okay, well, maybe because of that, they might actually ask me to change my name. And the name that I always ran with, I don't know why, was Jonathan Michaels. It's a good name. It is. Yeah. And so, yeah. So if I had ever, if they ever asked me to change my name for the for the radio, I would have been Jonathan Michaels. I, I was gonna say. I, I feel like if people go by the initials, like if they have like a J initial, it's always like a part of their name. You know, it's like J. I, yeah. What's your name? Well, I'm I'm J. Michael Laidman or I'm Michael J. Laidman or something like that. But yeah. if, it's, if you've got like a different first initial, you often don't hear it. But there's three people at my company who go by J period and then their like middle name, last name. So it's just it's just funny. I guess it just rolls off the tongue. Nice. You know? Yeah. Uh, not not for me though, because no. again, I f- I didn't find out until I was like five years old that my name was actually Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, so that, thanks, parents. Anyway, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's about it, Mike. From this end, what have you guys been up to? Did you have your first speech therapy thing? Yes, I was actually oh, about okay, to say. Yeah. If you remember last week, we were talking about the speech therapy thing, and so on Wednesday we we did our our speech therapy appointment, and well, some positives came out of it, some negatives came out of it, but overall it went really well. Okay. First of all, as you can imagine, in the era of COVID, we do speech therapy via a Zoom call. Right. William doesn't give a shit about zoom calls yeah like like the rest of us <laughs> yeah, well, but like i mean you put william in front of grandma and grandpa he's like mm, and leaves right and he goes off any place he doesn't want to pay attention to the zoom call zoom calls not blippy right you know so we were like okay this is going to go well because he's not going to care because it's going to be a zoom call with a stranger you know like he won't care he won't care at all and it's not the first time we did a speech therapy Zoom call. He didn't care then. And guess what? He didn't care this time. <laughs> right. And and the whole time I felt like, oh my God, it's killing me. Because she's like trying to get him to say things. Like she's showing like they they'd have like diagrams running and, and like there was like a fake puzzle with like farm animals on it. And and that kept his attention a little bit because it was like the same farm animals that are on his puzzles. Sure. But still like, she's like, what's this? And he would just stare at the screen and I'm like, I know you know what that is. We have almost this exact same puzzle at home. You, you, pick up the pieces and, and wave them all the time and say what they are, make animal noises. But the whole time he's just not talking. And I'm just like, Oh my God. Like a perfect example is there was a, a thing where they were trying, there was a bus and the bus is driving up the street and the bus meets an animal and then the animal gets on the bus and then the bus drives away and then it goes and meets another animal mm-hmm. and it's done like the storybook thing. And every time the bus would leave, she'd go, okay, they're on the bus. Bye, bye bus. Like trying to prompt him to say something along those lines. Bye, bye bus. And he just sit and stare Every time we walk around on the street, you point at every vehicle on the street and go, bus, bye, bus, bye, bye, bus. And I'm like, someone is prompting you to say this. And you're just <laughs> like, do, does he, do you think he knows that it's a, a person actively on the screen or is he, does he think it's just like a TV show? I, I, I don't know. Like he, he. He interacts with Blippy more than he interacts with people on these things, especially oh, okay. if it's somebody, even if it's somebody he knows, like he knows grandma and grandpa from, from in person. And then you throw grandma and grandpa on the screen and he's just like, 
Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. What have you done for me today? You know, like he, he doesn't care. So, but surprisingly, when the woman was done, she's like, I thought he was doing really well. And I'm like, really? Because I thought you were going to like recommend we go to advanced or something <laughs> like that, you know? So, but she said that she's, he had a lot of improvement since the last time that he saw her or yeah, he saw her. And so she was pretty happy about that. So she's like, I don't think you need to go to the special advanced class that, that we have. Um, so, you know, like we'll, we'll, we'll check in again in like May or something like that. But, but yeah, it was, it was very interesting that that's the, how it went. I was a totally expecting it to end because like Laura and I were both said afterwards, we were both like sweating bullets because we, he just wasn't talking. He just wasn't talking. Yeah. And, um, actually a fr- uh, one of my coworkers said that her friend is a speech therapist and she's been doing all of her speech therapy via zoom as well. And she's like, this is the worst it's so hard, like trying to get kids to 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 do stuff. Um, but but here is a helpful tip that we were given by our speech therapist when it comes to helping build dialogue. Our plan is now is he's got a lot, a lot of basic words down. He's got some you know the he's got the the necessities. Down, sure, right? yeah. So what her suggestion was is we start con- like adding words to words. So instead of being like, it's the bus, and then he's like bus, you go yeah. The yellow bus. And then he's like, oh, yellow bus. And then you just kind of do that. So you take a word and then you add a word that he knows to it that can describe. So, oh, this is your your purple cup or something like that. He knows cup. He knows purple, purple cup. And then you get him to start saying things like that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Sorry, yeah. I thought you were going to keep going for a second. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I kind of took a weird breath, but yeah. but yeah. And then once that starts to get going, then you start adding third words to it. Like, so once he gets into a certain point, you're, you know. Right. The big, the big purple bus, the small exactly, purple bus. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, that's what we, we've been doing with William. And actually something that kind of happened out of the, the call that we were just very surprised at is that we found out that William has much better grasp of the alphabet than we thought. Okay. Yeah. Cause we, we were, he was sitting at the computer cause we've shown him blippy on the computer before. So we know he knows that the computer is an, is, is an item that the blippy can arrive on. So right, he was right. just sitting waiting. And while he was waiting, he was touching the keyboard and I started pointing at letters and saying the letters and then he would repeat them back to me. And I'm like, Whoa, whoa, okay. I didn't realize you knew all of these letters. Like the, the, the he was saying ones that I wasn't expecting. Like he was getting the the easy ones, like A and B and C, all the ones that rhyme, right? Mm-hmm. But what he was getting H and and like obviously he doesn't have W down, but he's getting a lot of the harder ones. And like he has R, which you know nothing, none of the other letters rhyme with R or anything like that. So after that call, I'm like, he really knew his alphabet way better than I thought. I'm going to run with this. And I took one of his books that he has. He's got a book. It's an alphabet book. And we went through and we we did all the letters and he repeated everything back. And I'm like, okay, like all, all I'm proving here is that he can mimic me. Like, yeah. <laughs> does he actually know the letters? So he's got these magnets. If you remember, the magnets went away because he started to eat them. Mm-hmm. Well, now he's, he's older. So I'm, you know what, you know what, let's bring the magnets back out. They're all letters. And I started can you find the this letter? Can you find this letter? And he's 
getting them. And and then we started to add, because they're all colored letters, we've started to add, you know, find the purple B and the blue S and th- and he's grabbing stuff. And it got to the point tonight, we were eating pizza for dinner because Laura and I bought an insane amount of my pie over the weekend and we just decided to finish it all like we today we had we had my pie for lunch and dinner just because we we're like oh that pizza's too good <laughs> nice nice yeah we, we were like we had we had we the idea was to have leftovers for days and we finished all of our leftovers in like a day because it was just like we can't not eat this pizza anymore yeah it's always better yeah yeah so we ate all the pizza after saying that we were going to spread it out, we ate it all. But while we were eating dinner, I, I had a Pepsi with dinner because I was like, you know what? Like, it's pizza. Pizza and Pepsi go great together. And he started pointing at the letters on the can. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well now like, and so I started going, I started going through the letters with him because he went and got his magnets. Cause that's the thing now is remember he fetches things, right? Sure. So yeah. we start talking about letters. So he goes and he gets his magnets and he brings them over to the table and we're like eating dinner while he's picking letters out, out of the magnet pile. And he pulled out the P and he pulled out the E and another P and an S and an I. And Laura's like, like, as I was, you know, saying, can you say that? Can you do P? Can you do E? He pulled them all out. And she's like, it's a friggin' first word. He's going to spell Pepsi. <laughs> so. Well, get that corporate sponsorship right now, Mike. Yeah. Pepsi yeah. baby. Pizza baby. But yeah, so that that's, it's been good. He's been doing really good. With yeah. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. Yeah. It's nice to know that it was just like, yeah, hey, yeah, you're on the right track. Just do this little thing and that little thing and it'll, you'll get you there. Right. Yeah. It's nice. With William doing so well with the, the, uh, the alphabet stuff. Mm-hmm. His mom and I have been, you know, doing alphabet stuff with him and found out an, a fun thing about where people lie in the hierarchy. Okay. So Laura is with him and she's doing like alphabet stuff with him and she's going through the letters and she's feeling like, oh, it's a B. B is for bus, blah, blah, blah. That kind of a thing, right? Right. Sure. She gets to L. She goes, L. L is for Laura. That's mummy's name. M. M is the last letter in William. I'm like, what the, <laughs> what the hell? What about me? What's my name? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so clearly I know where I land on the hierarchy mm-hmm. because I don't even get my own name spelled out in the... But well, you have to work on that, Mike. Work on that when you're doing all your colors and stuff, right? I guess so. <laughs> and another thing that happened really big with William this week is uh, he took a massive face plant at daycare mm-hmm. and just shredded his face. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that yeah. rite of passage. <laughs> oh, it's not It's not the first time, but yeah. he did He did a real number on his face this time. And the one thing that really sucked was that he also got a runny nose. And because he got a runny nose, he started rubbing his face with his sleeve. Mm, nice. And so at one point, we were sitting there with him. And I kind of got distracted. I got like looked at my phone for some reason. And I looked back and his sleeve was just blood. He was wearing like a little brown shirt. And it was just blood all over it. And so obviously he just rubbed the scab off sure, of his nose. Yeah. And then, but what also happened is he's like, well, what's this? And he just kept wiping his face to try and get it off. Just putting more and more blood on the sleeve. <laughs> so, so that was fun. We got them all like scabbed. Like the scabs are healing pretty well. Like we've been putting polysporin on and, and babies are like Wolverine. They just like. I was going to say, yeah, they get over it pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. But so we we uh, we warned them today. We're like, well, he will he will rub at his nose. We put him in black shirts today for a reason, mm-hmm. you know. Like if he bleeds him like crazy, just let us know and we'll come get him or anything. But but apparently he was fine and he didn't bleed everywhere. But 
Yeah, that was a fun little adventure of him just bleeding all over his sleeves. <laughs> I can't say we've experienced that one. He's had like little cuts and stuff before, but not uh, not to that extent. Yeah, it was a little surprising. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Ben took a header because he was being goofy before bed and basically head first into the footboard or whatever. I think it's called the footboard of the, the bed. Yep. And just immediate giant bruise on the forehead. It's like, mm. I sure hope kids don't get CTE because that would be, <laughs> this is the start of it right here. Well, it's like when I told you a couple of weeks ago when William fell off the chair and he cracked his head. He's yeah. Still, he still has a little bit of a bruise there. Yeah. It's like, Hopefully it's they're protected gone. in some fashion, right? That would be good. That'd be good well, to know. He seems to be smarter than he's been, you know, so it's not like... <laughs> yeah, maybe he had something loose before and it really jammed it back in the right spot. Like when they take the crayon out of Homer's nose yeah, or something? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Too funny. But that's, a, that's a, I think that's a good enough for when it comes to talking about our kids. Because what we got to talk about is something that happened last week. Is There's a topic on the show that we mentioned and we were kind of like, I wonder how they're going to do this. And then like the next like three days were just full of announcements for how they're going to do that. Yeah. So last week we talked about Lucasfilm Games reforming. Well, not not reforming, but this is a new thing. That's that's where all the new Star Wars games were kind of going to come out. And at the time, all we had known was that games were like Jedi Fallen Order and Battlefront 2 and Squadrons were being folded in. And then also there was that Lego game that we were talking about that was coming out as well. Yeah. Well, not only are those games existing, but they pulled out a few other games. And one of them is a Star Wars game made by Ubisoft. And it's the team that made The Division and The Division 2 that are making an open world Star Wars game. And th- this is interesting for for one major reason. And that's because EA has an exclusive deal to produce Star Wars games that's not done yet. Right. Yeah. I wonder if they've lost that exclusive deal or if there was some sort of out in the contract or something like that. There must have been because, I mean, think about it. Like, they only made four games in in seven years. And, not like, the first one was poorly received. The second one was poorly received and then they somehow fixed it. Yeah. And then there was Fallen Order, which did pretty well, but it didn't really light the world on fire. And then Squadrons, which is apparently very good, but didn't light the world on fire. Yeah, exactly. So chances are, you know, somebody at Disney wasn't too happy about what was going on and they have perhaps ended this exclusive deal a little early. But EA has actually come out and said that they are still making games, Star Wars games, or still Star Wars games in the pipeline. So it's not like they, you know, lost the right to continue making games, but that exclusivity deal is is up at this point. Yeah, well, that's good. I, I, like I... Like my my infamous bad take, I'm still looking forward to like that one big gangbusters game that everybody really loves. So well, maybe it'll be this game. And I mean, based on who's making it, it's it's assumed it's like it's an open world game. I can only assume it's going to be a third person shooter of some kind because that's it's the company that made the division. Yeah, that's, that's what they are. It. Yeah, and they're using. They've already announced that they're using the. I can't remember the name of it, but it's the same engine that's used to make the division, which is a different engine that's used to make like games like Assassin's Creed. So it's probably not going to be more an Assassin's Creed style game so much as it will be a division style game if it's right. using that kind of an engine. Right. Eh, it'll be interesting. Well, Mike, I picked up my free copy of Star Wars Battlefront 2 today on the Epic Games Store. So it's actually I think it's 
I think it's available up until the 21st. So when this podcast comes out, stop listening to it and then go download it for free because I think that's the last day that it's available for free. So I have it because it was a free PlayStation Plus game like a month ago, yeah. maybe two months ago. I haven't played it yet. I want to play it because I kind of want to play the story. Like, you know me, I'm not a big multiplayer yeah, shooter yeah. guy, but I mean, I feel like a Star Wars story is something that I have interest in, mm-hmm. even though I heard people were like, the story's terrible. And I'm like, well, whatever. I, the game was free. so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, I'll get around to playing it, but I just know that I have it now. So that's nice. Right. And then as it turned out, that's not all lucasfilm games was working on and turns out it also means that lucasfilm games doesn't mean specifically that it's only star wars games because there was an announcement for a bethesda produced indiana jones game interesting is there any uh idea of like what flavor of game this is so like a tomb raider style one or is it do we have any idea at this point the only thing that I can assume is the company that's working on it is Machine Games, and Machine Games made the recent Wolfenstein games. Oh, so it's going to be like a shooter? It might be. I feel like that doesn't seem like Indiana Jones, though. It really right? does not, no. No, so I feel like it might be a, like an Uncharted-style action game. Maybe, yeah, that would be good. I'd play that. There's some interesting, like, th- like even the teaser trailer has a lot of, like, well, teases is mm-hmm. <laughs> what the game might be about. Apparently, there's a map of the Vatican, or not of the, no. There's a map of the Sistine Chapel because it, it's a it's a pan. The teaser trailer is a pan of a desk covered in items, and then it pans to the end, and at the end of the desk is a whip and a hat. Yes, of and course. Then a hand, yeah. And then a hand reaches out and grabs a hat or something like that. But there's a map of the Sistine Chapel on the table. There is a ticket to the to the Vatican or Rome or something like that as a uh, like a plane ticket, and then there's also something else that's like a journal entry or something that that talks about like some trinket that that's like a religious history thing. So, well, that sounds like an Indiana Jones game to me. Then. It, it definitely does. <laughs> it's like, yeah, just like straight out of the movie. Mm-hmm. So, who knows when it'll take place? Like, what age Indy will be and whether it will be the likeness of Harrison Ford and then, you know, somebody being like uh, 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 doing a Harrison Ford impression, you know, it's funny. Cause you know, who does a really good Harrison Ford impression? No. Mark Hamill. Does he really? Yeah. I mean, I guess they, you know, they're friends. They know each other for a really long time. Mark Hamill's a voice actor. So I'm sure he's spent plenty of time around Harrison Ford and probably knows how to mimic his voice very well. <laughs> Could you imagine? So, That'd be perfect. I, I'd buy the game just for that. <laughs> yeah. It'd be pretty funny. But yeah. they, they, both of those games, both the, the massive Star Wars game and the machine games, Indiana Jones game, there's no date or anything like that. They were both just teased. So like, the Bethesda game had at least a tr- teaser trailer. The massive game had nothing. It was just like an announcement. Yeah. So, but a lot of Star Wars Lucasfilm properties on on the go coming soon. Yeah. Well, somewhat soon, but so so do we count this as us getting it wrong, or is this just you know we just were a little too ahead of the game? Really, we were too ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah. It all came down to when we recorded. You know, had we recorded the next day, we would have had the Indiana Jones announcement at the very least to piggyback onto the original announcement. And then from there, we could have made, you know, some assumptions where they were going with it. But there, some expert opinion 
analysis from right okay like we were thinking not our fault great not our fault great let's move on (laughs) we were not informed enough but moving on to something else this was actually something that was an interesting because i i always remember that this this comes up at the beginning of the year because it's a great thing for us to just chat about and it's always fun because there's usually interesting things there is ces was just this last week and it was interesting because they did it entirely virtual not a single you know, obviously they can't do the show in person yep. like they would normally do. So it was all virtual. And there was some interesting stuff that was shown off at the show. You, I don't know. You said you didn't look too much into it, right? No, I haven't looked too much into it. I read about some of the technology coming in and out of it, like OLED 2 is coming. But uh, as far as sort of the fun gadgety devices and stuff, no, I... I I've kind of heard a couple things, but that's about it. I I haven't done a deep dive in it. Yeah, like I'm the, the OLED two and Mini LED are the new ones, which is like the new plasma versus LCD wars. You know, where it's like two technologies that are very similar, but also different enough that like they are they're at war. You know? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. But there was some interesting stuff that that was uh, shown off. But before we get into the TVs, I just want to go over a couple goofy things okay. that, that were shown off at the show because there was some goofy things. I mean, it wouldn't be CES without goofy things mm-hmm. being shown off. So first of all, Razer, the gaming, computer gaming. Yeah, gaming hardware. Yeah, that's what they're known for anyway. They showed off a concept, which concept doesn't mean this is actually going to get made, but apparently there was a lot of like, I'll buy that. Please make it. Okay. They showed off their own mask, like a, like like an air mask, right? And it's silicone and like no, sorry, it's glass. It's like plastic, but it also has like a silicone nose piece and stuff, so your your glasses won't fog up if you have glasses. It has it's it's an N ninety five or whatever. You know, like, like rated, uh, yeah. So it's a yeah, good one. It's a good mask. It's a, yeah. it's a good one. It has mics inside so that you can talk to people and it will broadcast out speakers so that people can hear you. Like you don't have to yell or anything like oh that. Oh my god. You can live your like bane dreams. <laughs> oh, oh, but the best part, the best part, because it is a razor product, it has rainbow RGB on it. Nice. Well, I mean, RGB does make your computer go faster, Mike. So maybe it'll make you more intelligent, you know, make your COVID killing abilities better, right? It only makes sense. The one thing that I I did see that people were posting about was, well, I'm really happy there wasn't like any like COVID snake oils stuff. Like there was a lot of people that had things like um, like UV chambers that you put your your items in and they get de-germified and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, all that garbage, yeah. Yeah, but there wasn't anything that was like... I'm trying to think of the right word exploitative, you know, like, sure, something yeah. that, like you know, is only going to work right now. And once the virus is gone, you're never going to need it again. Like at least in the, in the sense of those UV things, like you, you still might want to stick your phone in this little chamber and get a lot of all the germs off it or something. Right. Right. But other weird, fun things, Samsung. I don't know if you know, Sam, like, Samsung has done. I mean, I'm mean, not that you don't know Samsung. <laughs> this, this little, this little obscure company, Samsung. Obscure yeah. company, Samsung. They every so often do some weird stuff. Yes, and and this was a, a weird stuff year for them. Definitely, uh, they had this whole presentation about how like the home of the future, and some stuff that they've they showed off in it. I'll, I'll do the most boring one first because this is. I mean, it's it's boring. Samsung makes fridges. 
Mm-hmm. And one of the fridges that they've they're making now is like a custom fridge. Ooh, custom. Yeah, so you pick whether you want the two-door fridge or the four-door fridge. And then you pick the color panels that go on the front so that it can fit into the decor that you're that you've set up for your room, right? Okay. So right. like and they showed examples of like it fits in with the same style as the cupboards. So you do, it just looks like it's more cupboards and then you open it up and it's the fridge and it's all impressive and, and stealthily hidden away. Sure. Which I thought that it was very funny, but apparently this is, this is something that they've had in, in the Asian market for a while and they're bringing it to, to the U S like North America later this year. So, so if you're excited about fancy fridges, it's coming, fancy fridges are coming. <laughs> but, uh, when it comes to weird stuff, this is sort of not weird, but then it becomes weird. Samsung has a robot vacuum. Okay. So like a Roomba. Like a Roomba, but it's like a lot taller. Okay. And it has like cameras on it. In addition to vacuuming your house, it will take care of your pets. Oh, like feed them? <laughs> like it won't feed them. But it like will follow them around the house and keep tabs on them. And if the dog is like barking, it will like play calming music and stuff to them. (laughs) And then it will also notify you via like your phone, like, hey, the dog's having problems. This is why. Right. Because it's a robot vacuum, right? They showed like the dog jumps on the table and knocks over a box of cereal and knocks the cereal everywhere. And then the robot, because it's been following the dog, knows, oh, well, I will inform master that the cereal box has been knocked over. But while I am at it, I will also vacuum up these cereal. You know? <laughs> oh, my goodness. This this feels unnecessary, Mike. Yeah. We're going to throw yeah. that out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also, I mean, I know my cat. Because I have a Roomba, and yeah. I've seen how my cat reacts to the Roomba. I think my cat would shit itself if a robot was following it around I, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure my dog, that would be the end of the robot. Right. <laughs> he'd, he'd get pinned into a corner. They're like, well, no, it's either you or me. And he would, he would go after the, the vacuum for sure. Yeah, but but this is also like they showed it within conjunction with like an automatic pet feeder and stuff like that. So like the robot brings it to the, you know, it, it sh- follows the dog to make sure the dog is getting its food and yeah and things like that. So it was like okay, well, it's fun. It's it's it was just at first it was like oh it's a neat robot vacuum, but then it was like but watch what it does for your pets. <laughs> and they focus more on it doing stuff for the pets than it did for the dog or for the for the actual vacuum part of it, which was really funny. Yeah. Yeah, it really it really sounds like one of those like 1950s like this is what the future is going to look like, you know. This little Jetsons vacuum will take care of your pets. Like that's kind of the vibe I'm getting, right? Oh, but it got even more Jetsonsy okay. after oh, okay. this. So they announced that robots, robots are the future. Robot buddies, right, are the future of Samsung electronics. And I I'm going to pull up my notes here so I get the names correct here. So the r- first robot that they showed off is called the Bot care and the bot care is the less impressive of the two robots it's basically like it's a little mars rover if like the mars rover looked like it was made by apple okay so it's like it drives around and it's got like a little beak head that's also like a screen and it comes around and it follows you around and it's like hey you've been staring at your screen for too long perhaps you should get up and walk around (laughs) <laughs> and like stuff like that like it follows you around it's like a little assistant like okay. it follows you around and stuff and then like they showed an example of like oh your meeting with steve is starting and then it's like head goes like beep and the head is like a screen and then it turned into the zoom call and stuff oh no 
And I'm like, okay, like that's that's weird, but like how is that that assistant e? Mm-hmm. Well, then they shut off their other robot, which is the bot handy. And the bot handy is what you think it is. It is a robot with one arm. Okay. The best way I can describe this robot is do you remember the robot from Iron Man that's like the little claw that oh, he was okay. always talking yeah. to? So take the claw robot from Iron Man and then Eve from Wally. And then the two of them have a baby. And this is what Bot Handy looks like. Okay. That's a good description, Mike. I like that. So it looks like Eve with the little claw arm on it. And it has a camera on it. So it can like measure how precise it's grabbing things. Okay. And and it also can see what it is grabbing. And examples that they showed in the video were the Bot Handy emptying the dishwasher and reloading it. Okay. Putting the groceries away and pouring a bottle of wine at the end of a long day. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're inching towards Rosie the robot territory here. But just not just not quite there. Not quite there. Yeah, we didn't put we didn't put a maid's uniform on the bot handy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like a little, we're like a sassy vocabulary or anything like that. No, I don't know if it talks. I think it just kind of goes like, boo, boo, boo. right? You know, like that you, kind of beeps. You know what I'm beeps. wondering? Like, they've got this robot and stuff. Why are they not focusing on like a robot that cooks you dinner or something like that? That that would be the robot I would pay money for. You know, it goes into the, like the Samsung smart fridge and it uses the arm to grab the tomato and you know that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like that's the one that people would go for. You know. That's when the that's when you get the bot too handy, the one that can do two things at once. <laughs> yeah, slice and a dice. Yeah. Yeah. Although the bot too handy sounds like dirty, you know? <laughs> it's too handy. <laughs> Don't worry. Somebody's already out there hacking the handy already. So But uh yeah, so that was the, that was all the, the crazy stuff. But yeah, TVs. TVs at CES. It's like that's all everybody really wants is to show off their fancy TVs. Sure, yeah. And there were some fancy TVs. I was actually really, really surprised at some of the fancy TVs. What was the fanciest TV, Mike? The one that most caught your attention? Well, the one that was the most attention grabbing is the one that will not even be sold. Oh, okay. Do tell. Yeah, like it was It was another concept and it's LG. LG is showing off their transparent television. And now this isn't the first time that anybody has shown off a transparent television. Mm-hmm. But this one, the difference is it was 40% transparent. The last time a TV was shown that was transparent by LG, it was 90% transparent. So by, by the opposite, like you, you can see through it 10%. And in this, in the opposite one, you can see through it like 60%. Oh, got it. Okay. All right. That makes, yeah. That I makes was going to right? say, so it's worse? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's very yeah. weird. I'm like, this is how they, this doesn't make sense. Like the way yeah. that it's described. But, that's how that's how it's described. So the examples that they were showing for this concept, not not for something that you would buy to be like, I'm going to watch TV on this thing, but they would sh- they were showing it as something that would be like an interactive subway map. So you'd put it on like on your subway over the window, so you could still see out the window, but then there would also be like uh, the subway map running along right sort of it's like an augmented reality kind of thing yeah exactly and then another example that they showed it in use is they showed it as a menu 
in a restaurant. So it was sticking out of the table. And then you could just, oh, okay, I'm going to swipe through and pick what I want to eat. Like it was a sushi bar and they were swiping through and, and then they'd pick their dish and, and then it would go off to the chef and the chef would make it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting. And then they showed like another use case for it, which was like, it sits in the bed, like it sits in your bed at the foot of the bed and it pops out of the bed. So like, you know, you'd be like, oh, morning bed. What's my day like? And it would be like, and it would pop up and be like, here's the weather. Here's your schedule for the day. And then it'd be like, oh, I need more information than that. And it'd be like, and then it would give like bigger information and stuff. It was very weird. And I'm like, but why in the bed? Yeah, that one feels like, well, we need three. And we got to, we need to figure out this third one to add. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'd go for that one. Yeah. Not sure I'm ready for the, the transparent television in the bed, but no, but I, I like the idea. Like uh, the first, the first example, the subway example, I think that's a fantastic idea where you think like museums or, or stuff where it's like, here's the, here's the prehistoric man. And it's got the screen kind of rolling through text and stuff on it. I think something like that would be absolutely awesome or for sports or something like that but yeah I, I outside of like home use and stuff i just i don't know why i didn't want it at the house so yeah so they they, they said that like it's probably not going to be for sale this year but it's something that they're looking at to be more of a commercial sure product. Yeah, that does make sense mm-hmm. so that was something that was really cool that they showed off they also showed off the bendable gaming tv okay do tell so it's basically just a regular flat television that you're watching you know we whatever you know you're watching your disney plus or your netflix on mm-hmm. and then when you're like you know what it's time for me to game and when i game i game very seriously okay of course you gotta be you gotta be in the game because you're serious you need the game to surround you so you push a button on the stand and then the monitor bends around you so it becomes a curved display when you're playing the games right right I was actually talking to a to a friend of mine and I said, uh, did you see this? Because it's kind of interesting. And he's like, I had one of those monitors for my computer so that I could game with it. And I took it back that day because I hated it. So, yeah. How uh, how big is the screen? I think it's like 45 inches or something like yeah, that. I just, I don't know. I'm not sure you're getting the value <laughs> out of the curved screen on that. Like, even then, I, I, I think I agree with your friend. I, I don't really understand the whole curved screen appeal. Unless you've got one of those like super ultra wide monitors, like the 49 inch ones. But even then, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. Samsung, not to be outdone with televisions because that's also a very big market for them. Uh, They're betting really big on gaming right now as well. So what they're doing is they've included a new feature into their their modern lineup of of games because it's called the Game Bar. And in the game bar, you can check and see, like, it will display, oh, here's what what frame rate you're running at, like, uh, your hertz, your display. Frame, you know. Frames per second. Frames per second. Yeah. Well, yeah, it'll, it'll give you your frames per second. It'll give you your aspect ratio, which I thought was very interesting. They were showing off an Xbox game, and they kept changing the aspect ratio to make it, like, as widescreen as possible, even though the TV... You know, the TV is a 16 by 9 screen ratio and they're pulling off like a 24 to 1 screen <laughs> ratio because, on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. thought that was interesting. Something else they showed off that was very interesting is all of the new Samsung TVs are going to come with a solar powered TV remote. That's actually a really good idea. 
basically the idea is is you can also charge it like it has a USB-C jack on it as well. So if you really need to, you can charge it up. But like you just flip it over if it's in a room that's sunny and it will charge automatically, which they, to according to them, this is more environmentally friendly than, you know, disposable batteries. And I suppose you could also make the argument that, you know, how much of a carbon footprint does it take to make the rechargeable batteries and solar parts of the, the is it, does it really even out or is it, you know, whatever. But as, as like a coolness factor, I think that's pretty neat. I think it's a really good idea. Like I'm, I'm thinking like the old solar calculator, you know, yeah. you never had to put batteries like, because isn't that the most irritating thing in the world is like you go to watch a show and it's like, why is the volume button? Oh, God, the, you know, effing remote is out of batteries. Let me go find it and see if we got any anywhere. Like, I think it's I think it's a clever idea. I'm actually surprised it hasn't been done earlier. Now, obviously, it wouldn't work in every situation. Like at your house in your basement, you know, I don't imagine you get much natural light down there. But, you know, if you've got a TV like in your living room or something we're near a window, I could see that working completely well. Yeah, definitely. Like my perfect example is my uh, parents, not my parents, well, my parents too. I was going to say my my father-in-law and my mother-in-law, they their TV is in a big room right next to like a big yeah, wide open window. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be perfect for them. Same with my parents. They were they they also have a TV next to a big window, <laughs> but it's not as big as my my in laws, which is why I thought of them. That's first. true, and it's a north facing window, right? So it's yeah. not as good. No, definitely not. Uh, Sony, not to be outdone, they had TVs on display. Their big thing is that all of their TVs are compliant with the PS Five. Like I, that, that was a big thing that people were like, "What?" Like last year, their their models didn't have all the bells and whistles that their PS5 could support. Okay. And people are like, you make the PS5. Why doesn't it do, you know, why doesn't your TV do all the stuff that the PS5 does? That doesn't make any sense. So what kind of stuff are we talking about here? Like kind of variable refresh rate, like that sort yeah, of stuff? Yeah, the, the, the 2.1 HDMI stuff and like that that's all supported because they were old TVs didn't have that stuff. Mm-hmm. And like they get the possibility of up to 8K and, and things like that. So their, their new lines are going to have that kind of kind of stuff uh your buddies tcl are also they also pulled up with 8k tvs at the event as well you know what i love the idea of the 8k tv but like we barely have 4k stuff <laughs> i know right in time like man what are we just gonna do skip 4k and go straight to 8k i don't know a lot of people that i I've, i was looking at because i was watching a lot of tech videos and, and sure and yeah most people who are talking about these 8k tvs are like there isn't anything if you're buying a tv this year don't buy 8K because like, unless you're like, I can really afford to future proof. Yeah. Well, and do you know offhand what like the size of the screen has to be to get the value out of 8K? So it's like the, the whole diminishing returns thing. If you've got like a 30 inch television, you know, that you put in your bathroom or something insane, like a 1080p screen on a 30 inch TV ain't going to do you any good, right? Like you're really not going to notice the difference. Yeah. And then that same argument applies as the screens get bigger. Like, is it like 90 inches or like 80 inches or I something? I think it's like, like 80 that? or something like Some, that. Because yeah. the, the, the TCLs I saw were like 85 inches, the AKs. Yeah. So yeah, like they're, they're big TVs. Also, I don't know this because I, I didn't notice this until recently. What happened to 60 inch televisions? I know this answer, Mike. I actually know this answer. So the way the TVs are made is they have this big piece of glass that they call the master glass. Okay. Right. And then what they do is they then chop out 
like the, the size of the screens that they need. So I don't know what the big master size would be, but basically you look at it and say, okay, we look at this, we can get like 460 inches and 550 inches, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of do a little Lego math and it all works out. So anyway, we're at the point now where the master glass is big enough that it's not economically feasible to make 60 inch TVs anymore. It's better to make 65s and 55s because you can get more screens with less waste on the master glass oh okay that makes a lot of sense because i'm like i remember 50 inches and 60 inches and now it's like 55 65 and i'm like yeah exactly well we bought a tv for our basement it's like man a 60 inch would be perfect but like a 65 would be too big and it's like oh yeah yeah. no that's why it's because you you know you don't want to chuck out a third of the glass just because mike Ladman wants a 60 inch television you know uh, okay yeah. so that makes sense that makes sense but i'll talk to my buddies at tcl and and, and see get if it they done can, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. another cool tv that they were selling well not selling but it's going to be sold is sony was showing off their virtual set displays and they already start selling those outside of special interests and and i mentioned this to you before we started recording and you're like what are you talking about well, obviously, you watch The Mandalorian. We've talked about The Mandalorian on the show. Mm-hmm. Great show. Mandalorian, you uh, you didn't know this, is filmed in a very specific way. Basically, what they do is they have a virtual set. Obviously, they're not flying out to the desert to film you know, episodes of Mandalorian because that's a very difficult thing to do right now right. and just kind of in general as well. So, what they've been doing is they've been doing these virtual sets where they have these massive warehouses that have these rings of these virtual set televisions all along the wall. So there's these LED televisions that go around in the background and on a computer, they have Unreal Engine with whatever the background is. And then there's a tracker on the camera that when they move the camera, the computer follows it and, and changes the image on the background so that it follows the camera like it would follow an actual camera kind of a thing. Cause it doesn't just stay static. Like if you move the images, if, if, you know, if you're looking at a television and you move your viewpoint, you can't see behind the plant that's over there kind of a thing. Like yeah. the plant stays where it is. Well, because of it's all done in a computer, the tracking software, because you move it, you can, it changes the angle on whatever is going on in the background. And that's how they've been filming the Mandalorian. Like some of the items in the background, like if it was a column or a hut or something, they'll build that yeah. But behind it. Like the, the, the jungle behind the hut, that's all televisions. That is so cool. And so are we talking televisions like the ones you'd have in your living room or are these more like digital signage style, like like those wall panels or whatever we're talking about? It's kind of more like the wall panels. Yeah. And and like it, they've been using these in place of, of green screen because one, it gives it better lighting because if you have like, you know, oh, it's a sunny day and the TVs are showing the sun then it will light like it's the sun better than you like shining a spotlight on them. And also if you have something like, say, I don't know, a guy who's standing there covered in mirrors, (laughs) it shows whatever (laughs) is on the screens instead of green. Right. So that's, that's kind of what they've, and there's a lot of TV shows that are actually going to be start using these virtual sets. Like I I think actually some of the Marvel stuff that's coming out is filmed on these virtual sets as well. Well, apparently they're going to start selling these, 
these virtual set images to everybody, not just companies now. The images or like the actual like hardware, like the, the actual hardware, the screens. Yeah, that is that is the coolest shit, Mike, I have ever heard. <laughs> that is yeah. so neat. Yeah. Wow. I wonder how expensive are these things? Do they give any? I imagine they we're talking like tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, they I haven't they haven't listed a price. Yeah. But I, I don't imagine them to be cheap. I imagine it to be an expensive like commercial thing. Like Yeah. So I'm I'm not gonna be able to line my basement with these things and say, guess what? We're we're on vacation now, you know. Yeah, probably not. No, but it's interesting. Like I'll I'll see if I can find a, a nice video to to show you of how it works. But it's a trip to like because obviously the camera with the tracking attached to it is set to have the background change like it was you were actually looking at it. Right. If you're watching like behind the scenes video of somebody pointing at the cameraman as he moves, the background moving behind the guy who's just standing there stationarily as the camera moves around it is trippy. Yeah, well, I can imagine. It's basically like a video game, right? Like that's that's I'm sure the logic that it's using. Well, like you said, it's yeah. a real engine, right? Yeah, it's super neat to watch, and that that's that's cool. how they've been filming the Mandalorian wow. and, and other shows too. So, yeah, so that that stuff is going to be start being made more available, which is really neat for for people who want to do that stuff. Obviously, you and I aren't just gonna maybe maybe that's what we'll do is you know once the show goes video, we'll get with these crazy walls and. And put that behind us, 100%. and then our wives will divorce us. For <laughs> I would be one hundred percent down for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing that I this is this is something that actually will be available to to you as well is Sony has also made three hundred and sixty degree audio speakers. Is this like that spatial surround logic? Yeah, so it's like it's a it's a round speaker, and you put it in the center of like your space okay and then it i guess beams the sound out to wherever it's supposed to be in into the you know whatever the area is and i, I obviously i i don't have a good example of it mm -hmm. but it's supposedly it's very game changing and they're actually not even just they're, they're actually taking the same information and they're going to start rolling that into like streaming services. So like Netflix and Disney Plus will actually have the kind of soundscapes that these kind of weird 360 speakers will support. Really? So is this, uh, do you know what like Dolby Atmos is? I do know what Dolby so Atmos is. So is it kind of like that same logic? Like for those who don't know, Atmos is basically like your sound bar sits in front of the TV, but in order to give you like the race cars driving behind you, it bounces audio off the roof and... And the the sound will then reflect down behind your head. Like that's kind of the logic that it uses. Is is this kind of the same thing? I believe so, but it's different because instead of it being like shooting it forward and it coming wherever, it's like shooting it around, around kind you. of thing. Like that's why you're supposed to like sit next to it. It's an interesting. So it's kind of like this should live in your lap almost sort of deal. Almost. Yeah. Like obviously, you know, I wouldn't put it on my lap. Yeah. Right? But it's it's kind of an ugly speaker. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, something that would be probably better be mounted like on the roof or something. Obviously, you know, it, it's not we're not the designers. We don't know. But yeah. interesting. That, that's kind of interesting. I, I, I'm going to look that up afterwards. Yeah. But some interesting stuff coming out of CES this year. Yeah, especially those last two, Mike. My God. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> so really I cool them for stuff. Yeah, no, that's really cool. So, yeah. I mean, it's always fun to, to see CES because CES always makes me like 
like really wish I had a lot of money, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's the problem with being like a tech podcast is you're always sort of reading up on this stuff. It's like, God damn it. I wish I had like $8,000 right now. <laughs> yeah. Why can't I be the guy from Unbox Therapy who just gets all this crap for free? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You feel really jealous of like Linus Tech Tips and MKBHD and all that. I was watching a video. I don't know if you saw the M- MKBHD video recently. He did a video about the history of OnePlus. Uh, no, I have not watched it yet, but I'm, I've got it on my, my list. Yeah. Okay. So there's literally a moment in the video where he walks up to a cabinet and he opens it up and pulls out like a drawer that's like a filing document. Oh, it's yeah. It's just full yeah. of phones. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, like, like $70,000 worth of phones in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, oh, to be like that. I mean, obviously, I don't need all of that stuff, but just to be like, oh, this fancy thing, I, I think I might purchase this 360 degree stereo yeah well it's funny like i was watching a linus tech tips video the the other day it was the same thing it was like we just bought six 12k video cameras and i was like what (laughs) these things are like twenty thousand dollars each like i would like to just hold one i don't even want to use it i just want to hold the thing you know i was watching a video the other day and it was a guy who was like i'm gonna give you the real skinny on screen protectors Here's three brand new iPhones and I'm going to smash them and drop them. And like, we're going to test three stream protectors on them and see how well they do. And I'm like, this is a video of this guy with hitting a $2,000 phone with a hammer I for know. like 12 minutes. Well, that's like the, the Jerry rig everything videos. Like I really, I find his videos very useful, like the scratching ones, but it's like every time he does it, I'm just... You know, I, I feel like the hairs on the back of my neck stand up because it's just so uncomfortable watching him destroy these brand new devices. Oh, God. He's like, oh, here's a brand new phone. I've just peeled off the, the factory pe- like protection. Yeah. Now I'm going to get my diamond tip and carve a line in the center. Yeah, and I'm, like, I'm going to flex it and see how hard I can. It's like, no, no, please just stop. <laughs> yeah, that's not the tech YouTuber I want to be. I want to be the tech YouTuber who's, you know, looking at. 12k cameras (laughs) (laughs) yeah one day one day we'll be there and we'll have our ridiculous set walls yeah to be behind us in the video maybe that's the trick mike maybe we have to go on youtube next would people watch us on youtube i don't know i don't know there's only one way to find out maybe if you grow grow that beard out yeah oh well i could just probably get like the virtual beard you know i look like oh yeah sam in no time (laughs) there you go that's how we'll do it virtual set virtual beard yeah but my beard will be real because i'm not shaving my beard no no you look good with the beard mike no well thank you but i think on that note that will do it for this week's episode of part-time nerds full-time dads you can follow along with our adventures in parenting at part-time nerds full-time dads.com as well as on apple Podcasts, google play spotify stitcher Castbox, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast listening services if you want to get a hold of us let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong you can send an email to the dads at part-time nerds full-time dads.com or reach us on our twitter or facebook accounts at pt nerds ft dads we'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever until next time i am mike and i'm chris and we'll talk to you again as soon as